Blended. Welcome to Marketing Blend, where I give you everything new you know that goes on in the marketing industry. And it can be quite a bit. I'm your host, Brett Dicer, and let's get on with it. All right, Pinterest has debuted new video ad formats that have different add-ons that are for free. So you get two free add-ons for using the ad video format. It's a very roundabout way of talking about this, but the new video ad format is different from Facebook and Twitter and everybody else that is doing it. Yes, video is the most important thing in social media right now. Anybody who's anybody is actually trying to get into it, trying to do it, uh, succeeding or failing, and we'll get into that later on. But uh, this is what the, this is what Pinterest is actually going to be doing. So Pinterest is doing an ad format or video ad format, I should say that is going to be a preview. So it's going to be more like a GIF-like preview, and then people can click on it and then see the full version of the video. Now, different from Pinterest's other ads, if it's shown on the feed, they will charge you per thousand. So it's not like the other ones where, let's say, uh, you do an ad to get people to go to your website more. Uh, they will only, You only get charged if people click on it to go to your website. This is not the same. It'll just be if it's, if it's filled into the feed, They'll charge you per thousand. So be on the lookout for that as well. Now, they do have tools to help you uh, make the GIF like preview. So that's a great thing and probably some you know tips and tricks to figure it out. I would say you try to get the best, most engaging part of it. And that's going to probably take you a little while to figure that part out. Uh, but that would probably be my best bet. Also, when they click on it, you can have other pins as well. So I would have associated pins that... Uh, help enhance the experience as well. So like other tips, uh, other recipes as well, or recipes on how to make it, uh, other tips to put on makeup like Bare Minerals is done, or anything else you can actually think of. But this is interesting. Now it's only on mobile, so you're not going to see this on desktop whatsoever. The reason is because 80, they said 80% of their user bases uses mobile over desktop. And that's why you're never really going to see it on desktop as of right now. Now, you're going to have to call Pinterest to actually get this because they are rolling it out. So some of the partners are Bare Minerals, like I said before. Bare Paint is on there. Uh, LionGate and a few others as well uh, are on there. So it should be interesting to see how well this does and if it will eventually roll out to everybody, including small businesses, so they can get their video on because that is the most important thing. It is. It really is. All right, moving on. All right. Now, Facebook has this really popular ad format. I don't know if you know. It's called the Carousel. It allows people to post many different pictures of maybe their products into one uh, ad, and then people can uh, look through that and scroll through it as well. It's gained a lot of traction with e-commerce and, and gaming developers as well. So they can put many different types of screenshots so people can see it and then decide if they actually want to do it or not. But they have seen a lot of traction between Q1 of 2016 and Q2 of 2016. There's a 29% up rate for that. So that's actually pretty good. It's a pretty good boost. Now the CPM is not growing as much as it used to. It's only about uh, 10% quarter over quarter and 63% year over year, which is pretty good for year over year, but the quarter part is uh, it's not that good. It's, it's okay. It's all right. Facebook is going to have to figure out how to sh uh, sh find a better way of doing this because 
that's what people are going to look at is, is this returning the amount that I actually really wanted to return, or should I look to Google AdWords or someplace else to actually do this? Uh, now, Google, Facebook always has a lot of good uh, tools to help you out, especially with the pictures and saying, oh, that you should change this, you should change that, and all those different types of things. So I would look at that quite heavily. Now, average increase in return on ad spend has been up 75% year over year, and average increase in ads uh, spent is up 200% year over year. So that's an interesting thing to look at because it's a return on ads because everybody likes the return on something. So ROI was a return on investment. Now it's ROAs, which is a return on ads, and they really want to see, like any company, is the return as great as it is. Um, especially with Facebook, and I don't agree with Facebook, but I understand why they're doing it. Uh, basically shutting down the ad blockers so they still retain their revenue. Uh, you should be hopefully seeing better, maybe marginally better uh, return on investments after that. Because I'm pretty sure the decline was because of the ad blockers, especially on mobile. I mean, not mobile, excuse me, desktop, because people, including myself, I use it too. Uh, use it because we're tired of ads. We're tired of seeing these terrible ads. Uh, they did have, bring other uh, tools for users to say, I don't like your ad. Go away. Go away. So, marketers, we're going to have to be even more vigilant on making the best ads we can and always being flexible to the moving target because it's going to be moving quite a bit. All right. Instagram has struck again with its events video channel. Yes, that's right. A couple weeks ago, it brought out its stories, and that was kind of a shot across Snapchat for its stories. Now it's events, and it's going after the Discovery tab for Snapchat because Snapchat has been doing a pretty good job with it. However, the difference between Instagram and Snapchat is that Instagram is going to be using the algorithms. Ooh. The algorithms are oh, making it sound like it's a ghost because you can't see it. It's inside the app. You won't see it unless you tear down the app, but I'm pretty sure you can't do that. But uh, the difference between Instagram and Snapchat uh, live stories or discovery tab as it is, is that Instagram is going to use the algorithm to kind of see who you like and where you're at so you, they'll give you better... Um, uh, discovery or tabs or video events to something you like. Now that doesn't sound very bad. It actually sounds like a smart idea for the algorithm uh, to be used. I don't like the algorithm being used to cut off people that see my pictures on well on on the discovery tab for Instagram. But that's my opinion for it. But yes, Instagram is once again, or Facebook, I should say, is once again ripping another feature out of Snapchat. I swear, every time I see a new thing coming from Instagram, I'm like, gee, you copied Snapchat again. Wow, that's nothing new. Congratulations, Facebook. You are a blatant copycat. You can do absolutely nothing new or original and still get a lot of people. And yes, Mark Zuckerberg, I'm talking to you. Do something more original. Gosh sakes, you, you built Facebook because it was new and original. Now you're like, and done. I can just copy everybody else. What, what? Uh, so I don't know about that. I have always been critical of him. I mean, people equate him to Steve Jobs, but you know what? To be honest with you, he was great when he made Facebook. Now he's not. 
close. He makes really draconian decisions, especially for ads, and that's about it. He steals, and it looks like maybe that social network movie might be right, steals other people's ideas and makes them his own. I mean, it's a recurring thing, so maybe someone else did make a precursor to Facebook. I know there's a lot of that going, and there's a lot of that going on. And so I don't know if he's actually ever original. That's the thing. He might have just made it better, which, I mean, is akin to Apple. Uh, but I just have problems with it. I just have problems with a blatant ripoff of something because it's, it's like a cheap copycat. It's like cheap Oakleys or cheap Ray-Bans. You know it's cheap, but just because it's cheaper, you'll buy it, but they'll break easily. So it's almost like this, and for, like, brands in general... Be aware of this, because people will steal your trademark, maybe just, you know, do a couple different words. They'll maybe steal some of your product designs. This will go on, and you will have to make sure that you're protecting your assets, you're protecting your brand, you're especially protecting your brand, and making sure that you have a lawyer handy every once in a while. But yes, this is a problem, and I keep on seeing the same problem, and any... And even though I read a lot of bunch of stuff about how great it is, I'm like, but they are blatantly copying somebody else's work. It's not like they kind of went, okay, that's kind of cool. We'll make something different out of this. No, it's a blatant copy. And that's a huge problem, especially for a brand. I, if I were Snapchat, I'd be fi- trying to find a way to actually, you know, maybe do some cease and desist or legal if I could. Because to be honest with you, Make your own stuff. I mean, this is blatant ripoff. This is blatant. Like, if they were doing an essay, they'd get an F. Because that's cheating. You know, at least in piece of education, business, it's a little bit harder to do because there's some things you just cannot copyright, trademark, or whatever. But my problem is, is that this is going to continue because no one's calling it Facebook out on this. No one's saying, hey, Facebook. Why are you blatantly copying somebody? Blatantly. It's not like, oh, we copied a little bit. It's blatant. Like, why are you doing that? I get it that you're mad, Mark Zuckerberg, for the CEO of Snapchat turning you down for buying out Snapchat. But boo-hoo, make something original for once. Because I have no evidence to say that you actually made anything original and just didn't copy from somebody else that made it actually original. Yes, it happens. It happens. All right, moving on to WordPress. WordPress has released a new update, and it's 4.6 to be exact. And what it does add some interesting new things. Uh, one is uh, it adds more of a native font for faster loading in the dashboard, which is also always a great thing. Um, also, for updating or deleting um, plugins, is now on a single page instead of going back and forth, which is always was a pain in the butt. Um, and then theme pages, uh, a separate ad theme page, for example, uh, you don't do anymore, so it's just all in one umbrella, which is always a good idea. It's always like, why do I have to click back and forth? So I just open a few tabs so I can just get it done. Uh, there's other some small minor changes as well. Um, one for the accidental linking as well, and also better ways of saving whatever you lost in case of, uh, you know, outage of internet, they will save whatever you have written, which is another good thing, better saving features as well. So it's all good here. I like what they're doing with that. It's actually pretty good. Um, 
I mean, always changing it, always something new. I love WordPress, I use it. I think Medium's also a good option as well, uh, just depending on how much time or resources you want to put into it. That's always, it's always a thing. It's always a thing. All right, now there's new data, I forgot to say this, and it's, now this is not very much data, Let's, let's put a preference on that. But new data about how um, how big Snapchat Stories is to how big or Instagram Stories to Snapchat Stories. So there's data to see if Snapchat Stories are taking off and beating Instagram Stories, or actually vice versa. I don't know why I keep on saying that. So let me say it again. Uh, there's data that shows uh, is Instagram Stories beating Snapchat Stories. And the data for, and this is only two weeks, mind you, is new. It's not. There seems some uptick, but it looks like that Snapchat is still remaining the top person for that as well. And there's a, there's a few reasons why. One is that uh, Snapchat stories load a lot faster. They're, they're not as good quality, but they load a lot faster. Instagram stories are better quality, but load very slow. They'll take a couple seconds, and in mobile time, it's slow. Uh, so you'll see a you see a bigger drop off uh, between the first and second story in Instagram than you would see from Snapchat. So that's another thing. So even if you have better quality video, if you don't have that lightning quick transition over, you'll lose a lot of people after the first story. And so Instagram's gonna have to figure out a way to. Um, uh, mitigate that. Um, also, I mean, Snapchat has a very loyal and dedicated follower. They're about their young users uh, and they just like it better. Now, they may actually not convert a lot of them over and a lot of them probably already have an Instagram account anyways, uh, but you're not going to see less because Snapchat has the most engaged uh, audience right now. Instagram has a pretty good engaged audience, but Snapchat has the most engaged. Uh, so you're not going to see you're not going to see really much transition over. What you might see is more of the older demographic of just staying on Instagram because Instagram has a better um, user interface. It's easier to understand than Snapchat. I've used Snapchat for quite a while, so I kind of am all used to it. So I don't have a problem with it. But yes, it can be a little disconcerting going in, trying it out for first, and going, oh, "What do I do? Like this doesn't make any sense. What?" What are these buttons? Uh, but no, it's interesting to see that as of right now, Snapchat stories are still very popular because of a few things. One is the faster loading time. Even though it's less quality video, the faster loading time trumps the better quality video because it's longer loading time. Uh, so that's it. Uh, also, their filters. Now, even though they've gotten a lot of flack for a, lot of, for a couple of their filters, Snapchat still is bar none the better one for these types of filters. Even though uh, Facebook has some and it bought Masquerade, so it has video filters as well, uh, it still needs to catch up to it and figure it out. If Instagram can figure out a way to do that, it could be a really great contender. Even though I'm still in favor of them copying, blatantly copying everything, uh, this is the reality we live in until everything dies. Um, so can they actually coexist? Yes. I was not like, oh, well, look at that. They may not be able to coexist. No, they can coexist. They can have different um, subcultures or subsets of people that actually exclusively use this and exclusively use that. I have actually looked at 
sna- uh, snaps more often than I've looked at uh, Instagram stories. Mainly because, yes, I've used it and went like, why is it taking so long to go for the next one? I don't understand this. It should be really seamless. But no, it's not. Uh, so Instagram's going to have to figure out a way of fixing a lot of that problems. If it has more dedicated filters to it, that could be a great thing as well. So we'll see what actually happens to it. But the future looks bright for both of them, and you should look at different subsets of demographics. Let's say Instagram Stories is more for like the 29 to 45-year-olds, and the uh, the Snapchat, Snapchat Stories are like the 14 to 25-year-olds or 23-year-olds or 24-year-olds. Uh, then you could say, okay, do we have a big enough... Uh, demographics of these to actually warrant using Snapchat? Yes or no? No? Don't use it. Wait it out. Uh, do we have a big enough segment for that to use in uh, Instagram stories? We do? Okay, use that. Uh, another thing that's interesting is that when Instagram did this, it could actually be, it could slow down the growth of Snapchat because of the older ones not actually converting over as quickly as uh, they would if Instagram didn't do this. This is another interesting thing. But I, as a marketer, I would still monitor Snapchat, see what's going on with that. I would actually have an account and try to play around with it and use it so you understand prior to uh, having to get back in to get onto it and then r- really try to understand it again. And I would also uh, test out Instagram stories to see what you could actually do with that as well because there are some interesting things you can do with it. Even though I don't like that Instagram has basically blatantly copied it, it's still a feature to be used. Like I said, I don't have to like something to use it. I just, my opinion, I still don't like it. It's what it is. Hey. All right. There are two, I'm saying two, uh, social networks have shut down this week. One is TSU. It was an. I actually had it. Didn't look at it for quite a while because I just didn't really find a use for it. But it had an interesting twist to it. It was a social network that actually would pay you for your content. So if you got a certain amount of likes, or you could actually charge it, charge it through it, you could actually get money off of it. It was a better way of. It was an interesting way of doing it. However, the traction just wasn't there for them. Plus, with. Um, People sharing it from their Facebook and Facebook saying this is spammy and you're kind of advertising uh, you selling your stuff. You can't do this anymore. So probably limited their growth quite a bit. So people at TSU has basically said that we're shutting this down because, well, we weren't just getting enough people. Now, granted, they had about 5.9 million people on there, but that's not all of them that actually were returning users. That was the other problem, is that they didn't have enough people to return to keep on keep on running it. So even though it was a great try, it was just not worth it. Also, you have uh, Blab, which is which was, I should say, was a very popular um, live streaming site. It has effectively shut down this past week. And they said that they were going to be coming back with something even cooler than before. Now, I don't know why they couldn't just keep with that and just add to it, add whatever they were going to do with it now, but they kind of saw it as a pivot because of Facebook Live, uh, Periscope, and other ones. They saw it as a pivot of, let's not try to compete with them. Let's just try to do something new and different. So uh, if you try to get onto it, it's just going to say it's shut down and you can't do anything with Blab as of right now. So if you're looking to get into it as a marketer, 
you might want to um, find a new find a new live streaming to actually use. Maybe Facebook Live. You never know. But that leads me in transition to what I kind of the main crux of, my, of what I want to talk about is marketers understand that all these social networks can die. Yes, Facebook could die. It could become MySpace. So uh, this is another wake-up call for a lot of us is that even if you put time and effort into a new social network, always be on the lookout of does it have a, um, you know, a certain time of life. Will it expire? Will it not be popular anymore? Because a lot of these can, especially since now it's a lot harder for all these social networks to survive than it used to be. Uh, you're going to have to look at these and make very uh, big decisions. Should we transition over and put some assets and resources into here? Should we not? Usually I say for newer ones, do it yourself and have your own personal account, but don't have your company on there until you can find if it's actually going to be good or not or have somebody spend a little time on it but just enough to keep it going but not spend a whole bunch of assets on it um i usually say the first one just have your own personal one and just do it yourself because that's gonna that's gonna show you if it's viable or not because just being a user kind of shows you are there users on here are they engaged will they even be engaged for the long term it's another problem uh, another, and this is another great wake-up call of websites still matter. I know Facebook has said before that in five years they're not going to be matter anymore, but that's not true. They are going to matter. They highly matter. Because of these things, because of TSU shutting down, because of Blab shutting down, because of other ones shutting down, I would still continue to have your website, to keep on updating it, and to make sure that it is up-to-date with all the latest and greatest different SEO tactics that is out there that's the problem with this stuff is that if you don't keep up with the latest seo trends your website could suck and you could well you could be out of the loop um but i would i would not i would not just say later websites i'm just gonna do social media a because you have to think about this as you do not control your profile you just abide by whatever rules the company that maintains the social network wants to do and they can change the rules whenever they want to and you just have to agree with it or leave uh, with a website you control it you maintain it you have direct control of what you do or don't do and so i i would i just would keep one i would never get rid of your website ever 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 get rid of your website ever because your website is basically your digital home for your company and, well, social medias are like you're renting an apartment and social media. You rent it, it's, it's all nice, it's all new, it's got that new smell. It's kind of small sometimes, some of them are pretty small. But, it's still nice, it's still homey in a way, home away from home. But yes, since of all these different social networks kind of just shutting down, pivoting, I would always just expect something like this happening because you never really know what's going to happen with these things. You never really know if they're going to stay around long enough or if they're just going to shut down in a few months or so. I mean, that's just the reality of tech in general and just the reality of all these different programs starting up, shutting down because they just can't get enough traction because it is really difficult to get the traction away from the bigger ones because the bigger ones never want to give it to you. Ever. 
I don't want to give it to you. Never. Never, ever, ever, ever. All right, moving on to apps and programs you need to try. All right, are you looking for new clients you just can't seem to get the right ones? Well, ClientFlow will help you get more money from uh, client projects by doing less work. So we'll do a lot, all of it for you with uh, more automation and less work. So we'll do a lot of the things that are tedious. Uh, it tracks every interaction and is easy to email clients through as well. It tracks approval requests, which is another great thing, and all client communication in one place, which is also a great thing. It also integrates with Asana, Google Drive, Dropbox, Box, Teamwork, Slack, Trello, and Zapier, which is kind of the IF, IF triple T, um, if you don't know what that is. Or so, oh, a couple of them are coming soon. Excuse me. The Trello, the Slack, and the teamwork, and the Zapiro uh, is coming soon. So that could be a really good thing for all my uh, freelancers out there that are trying to get work. This could be a really good thing. Now, it is there is a cost to it. So be on the lookout for it. So it's $49 for the Pro. That's a month. There's a uh, team is $129 a month, and premium is basically $300 a month. Uh, but the features include unlimited threads, unlimited clients, unlimited projects, and unlimited client contacts. So, why not? There's nothing, there's nothing to lose. Yeah. All right. Are you kind of... Do you just hate all these calendar apps that just really just don't give you much? Well, Nucleus is this... Is a basically a contextual one that will give you a whole bunch of different things for driving directions straight. You know, it'll give you straight to Waze, straight to Google Maps. Uh, use Uber, 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 Uber. That's an Uber. Uber is something else. Uh, Lyft and all these others also give you reviews on Yelp if you're meeting somewhere, as well give you attachments too. So if you're going someplace for coffee or whatnot, um, and also give you smart. Um, replies also gives you social insights from twitter facebook and linkedin so you can kind of know before you get there what's going on uh, it also gives you what you what you, if you should call text or whatever uh it's only for ios so don't try to do it for android because you'd be on the wait list there is a wait list all right do you want to have better relationships are you terrible like me and like to you know be a workaholic and work on your stuff because your stuff is very important well, Networker is here to help to be a better friend, mentor, sibling, salesperson, or networker, because it can be difficult sometimes. Uh, but it will remind you when it's time to reach out to somebody and uh, what you last chatted about. So if you're like, crap, I haven't seen them in like four months. I don't remember their name or what they talked about. This will help you keep it all, keep it all in, keep it all together, nice, and you'll look like you know what you're talking about and not like, crap. Mm, what did I say again? What? What? Did we break up? <laughs> yeah, I could see that one time. Oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? My bad. All right, for my for another great thing, interesting thing, uh, so something called social curation. Uh, it's a way to collect and amplify Instagram posts, so you can find um, different great Instagram posts. Uh, you can moderate and tag uh, to your products, which is also a really cool thing. Um, and showcase authentic photos on your product pages. And then create shoppable Instagram feeds and galleries, which is an interesting thing because you can do that. Say the camera, add to cart, so people love what they see. And then they're like, oh, look, I can buy this. And promote authentic visual content everywhere. So if you're looking to, you know, kind of up your game on Instagramming 
and you know get photos and stuff and get you know more of the sales this is for you now there are plans and there is a free demo you can request but there are plans as well for this so this is not a free thing whatsoever there's a light version there's a pro version and there's a powerhouse version and visual marketing you can get a free demo as well um, so just check it out I'll put all these in the show notes so you know where to go and what to do all that other fun stuff alright guys that is the end of Marketing Blend thank you for tuning in I'm your host Brett Dyster and be sure to subscribe to Digital Coffee at iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn. Also follow Digital Coffee on Twitter at DigitalCO77EE, at Instagram at Digital Coffee Podcast, Facebook Digital Coffee Podcast, Google Plus Digital Coffee Podcast, uh, Vine at Digital.Coffee, and Instagram at Digital Coffee Podcast. If I didn't say it before, maybe you should just, I'll say it again. Maybe you should just follow me on there as well but youtube as well as digital coffee podcast and if you like these podcasts so much please consider supporting me on patreon and digital.coffee all right guys join me friday when i go through gaming with gamers cafe all right guys have a good day and have a good thursday and i will see you on friday later